global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. This update's brought to you by National Realty. 30% returns on cash and rented real estate. Find them at NRIA.net. We have some headlines crossing the Bloomberg here. Starwood Hotels is saying... Anbang Group's bid for $78 a share is superior to that of Marriott International. And Starwood is notifying Marriott that it's going to end their merger pack. Again, it says that Anbang Group's bid was superior to Marriott's. U.S. stock index futures rising. Equities are poised to advance for a third day to extend their longest streak of weekly gains since November. S&P E-mini futures up 6.5 points. Dow E-mini futures up 52. NASDAQ E-mini futures up 12. DAX in Germany up 3 tenths percent. Ten-year Treasury up 3.30 seconds, the yield 1.88%. NYMEX crude oil up 2.1% or 83 cents to 41.03 a barrel. COMEX gold down 1% or $12.20 to 12.52.70 an ounce. The euro $1.1288 and the yen 111.50. And Tiffany gave a forecast for earnings this year that trailed analyst estimates as a sluggish global economy damps sales. It shares down two tenths percent this morning. That's a Bloomberg business flash. Tom and Mike. Karen Moscow, thank you very much. Well, Tom, if you uh, take a right out of DePaul University onto... Uh, well, hold on to that thought. You're just, you're just dazzled because you're so far ahead of me with your bracket, you don't yeah. know how to speak. Well, we'll talk brackets here. Have you ever been this much in last place like me with my bracket? I think we're, uh, we're both in competition for that. Yeah, well, let's get to that in a minute. Right now, though, uh, something important. It is 848 on Wall Street. The following is from Bloomberg View. Opinions and commentary from Bloomberg columnists. I'm Justin Fox, a columnist for Bloomberg View. After years of downsizing and reorganizing, the U.S. manufacturing sector has become the world's most competitive. Output per worker is higher in the U.S. than anywhere else. Unit labor costs are lower here than in Brazil, Canada, and Germany. And they're about the same as in China. That's all from a new report by Oxford Economics. And it's great news, right? Time for a manufacturing renaissance. Well, maybe. Eventually. But there are few signs that it's actually happening yet. The trade deficit in manufactured goods, for example, has been growing instead of shrinking. That's partly because the U.S. economy and dollar are relatively strong right now, which depresses exports and encourages imports. It's also because manufacturers don't redo their supply chains overnight. They may still bring production back eventually. But it's also possible they won't. For labor-intensive products like clothes and furniture, there's still lots of countries where they can be made much more cheaply than in the U.S. And for some high-end products, such as electronics, it may be that in their rush to outsource and offshore, U.S. companies destroyed the knowledge needed to make them here. I'm Justin Fox, a columnist for Bloomberg View. For more Bloomberg opinion and commentary, please go to BloombergView.com or View Go on the Bloomberg Terminal. This has been Bloomberg View. Bloomberg View commentaries can be heard hourly weekdays on Bloomberg Radio. Well, we, we were starting to talk about our brackets uh, before I, I, I messed up there. Uh, what really messes you up in the brackets is when a team uh, loses that it, you have going on into further rounds. What really messed me up is Miss Rachel's team from West Lafayette, Indiana, the Purdue our, Boilermakers. Our executive producer, a couple of down in flames. Yeah, um, but the, the good news is if you go south from West Lafayette on Route 231, 
uh, it eventually turns into North Jackson Street, runs into DePaul University uh, in Greencastle, Indiana, which it turns out is a basketball power ginormous right in uh, NCAA mm. Division Three, uh, which is what brought Brett Bayer there, no doubt. Um, he wanted to be part of a winning tradition. Uh, the DePaul uh, University Tigers, um, you know, not only a basketball power, but Brad Stevens, who coaches the Boston Celtics, was a star player wow. for DePaul University. And uh, Brett Bayer went on to some indistinguished career where nobody's ever heard of him again. Uh, <laughs> He's <laughs> just putting it on. Can he is say? the host of Special Report on Fox. And, of course, you can hear uh, Fox News Sunday here on Bloomberg Radio every weekend. Uh, who Obviously, DePaul is not in the uh, the big dance. He, he goes to the small dance regularly. But who's your team uh, this year? <laughs> that was a good preamble there. Um, he, my team, and by the way, Brad Brown now, also a DePaul guy, is the head coach at Clemson. Uh, so there is a basketball tradition. I played golf all four years at DePaul, so mm-hmm. uh, much different deal. I, my team is uh, Virginia. I think Virginia looks good, yeah. number one seed. Um, but, boy, I love watching right. those early games. Okay, so the president has Kansas. Secretary Clinton has an Ivy League seven sisters bracket. She's got Wellesley going all the way. Does Mr. Trump have a bracket, Brett? I don't think he does. I don't think he does, but it's because he's speaking for himself. He's number one because I have a very good brain, and I'm going to do this whole thing by myself. Have you ever seen this, whether it's foreign policy or Mr. Trump's bracket? It's original, isn't it? It's really amazing. Uh, it is uh, unique. We have not seen anything like it in politics uh, ever. And, you know, listen, I tried to press him in the last debate to lay out who he's talking to on national security. If you had blonde uh, hair, you'd be in trouble. And it's not um, it's it's not some something he's ready to talk about. And then pressed about it the other day, as you mentioned, he said he, he does he consults himself because uh, he has a good brain. I think that he is touching this cord that is, you know, kick the table over, start over in Washington, and he's the guy that can do it from the outside. But with no experience, no advice, no nothing, um, there are people who suggest this is a rather dangerous course. It is. Uh, a lot of people, you're right, say that. Uh, I will say this. There are Democrats now that are increasingly worried about the prospects of this populist message overtaking a general election. Is that because their candidate is less than inspiring herself? Yeah, I think they acknowledge that Hillary Clinton is not the greatest campaigner. And uh, even though they have exponential leads in polls, on, especially in African-American communities and Hispanic communities, uh, there is something that they're a yeah. little bit worried about in the internals. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. But let's you know, the president's rooting for Kansas. I believe a guy named Dwight David Eisenhower who had a little bit of managerial experience before he darkened the door of 1600 Pennsylvania. He came out of Kansas, and anybody across any flavor of the GOP knows you got to hire a team. Do That's you have right. any confidence in your interviews and in the good debates you've run that this guy – if he's nominated, can move to the Reagan middle and bring with him a team of people? Well, I do think that he's going to lay out a team. Uh, the, the word is that he'll 
uh, before a convention even, uh, talk about a team of people who will sign on, and, and there will be some names that calm people down. Um, but I, I do I think that uh, that probably, uh, from a lot of people's perspective, needs to happen sooner rather than later because they're they're worried about the prospect. I will say one more thing. There's this, still this thing inside Washington about getting a third-party Republican alternative, an independent run. Um, that almost certainly would give Hillary Clinton um, the presidency, but it would also – it's still in the works, and they're still trying to find this team that potentially uh, runs up against him. Well, the interesting thing is that um, you don't see any mainstream Republicans signing on with Trump, the people who've endorsed him so far, essentially on the fringe of the party. Yeah, well, you have Governor Rick Scott. He's, he's kind of um, – he's there. He's in the party. Uh, you know, Chris Christie – He's on board, um, but uh, I, I don't think that there's a wave of support, and uh, I think there is definitely, you know, 50, 60 percent of the party that's that's looking for something else. Brett Bear, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it, particularly sure. bracket knowledge, which where were you <laughs> two days ago to help me out? <laughs> Brett Bear, special report with Brett Bear, and, of course, Fox News Sunday, you could hear it, along with other smart dialogue and conversation. We do that through Sunday I'm afternoon. Here on Bloomberg Radio. Fox I'm going with Sunday. DePaul Golf in the NCAAs. I, 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 you know what I did? I, I have two brackets. I have a CBS News bracket, which I got correct because it was autosave. I switched to Yale from Baylor and forgot to hit the save button Oops. on the Bloomberg bracket. I'm pleased to tell you I am in last place. Can I uh, quote Hillary Rodham Clinton? Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah, well, that could be there. I love her bracket. She's got Wellesley all the way, Smith College in the finals. <laughs> oh, what can you say? It is an interesting political year um, for everyone, uh, but you've got to say the folks at Fox uh, – Brett, Brett and his uh, and his colleague Megan Kelly. Um, you normally don't see a self-described, although a lot of people would say he's not a Republican or a conservative, but the you know front runner taking on Fox in the way he has. Um, well, yeah, I think it's very fluid, and I would also just Michael, it's not over because they got to go through this whole you know meet and greet and, and visit at the ballet at the convention. Which is going to be a ballet. You know, they're so going to get ratings deb- for that convention. Yeah, I don't this think the debate thing's over. And then you get to the actual two party debates is, is, as well. So I think the theater of this, uh, is we, f- f- hopefully we can get some dialogue involved. I would suggest, Michael, a little shift in the wind that to me it's almost a foreign policy weekend with what Mr. Trump said. And I'm starting to see a lot of people saying, you know, what what are the foreign policies of the various candidates? Yeah, well, he doesn't so have any wind. policies, that, you know, in any area. So yeah. I'm not sure why uh, no. we should expect anything from There it is. It is a beautiful Friday uh, in in New York. We want you to stay with us worldwide on economics, finance, investment, on international relations. This is Bloomberg Surveillance.